Radio Tiny House is on the air. Our shed home has been shared on the internet more than three million times. Kind of cool, but kind of weird, too. Anyway, welcome to the show. Hi, welcome to Radio Tiny House. I'm Barry Smith. And I'm Beth. And today we're going to talk about an anniversary surprise for Beth. I have no idea what you're talking about. No, not our anniversary. It's not our anniversary yet. It will be in December, and we'll, we'll have been married years. Yeah, we don't um, talk about that. I don't, Beth won't let me say how many. No. Uh, we're going to talk about the status of our BS-1600, uh, which is Beth's designed replacement uh, for the TR-1600 that we live in. We're not replacing our, our TR-1600. We're just trying to come up with the same alternative, right. and she's the I designer of that. I would like to replace that. our TR-1600 with the BS-1600, but... Where? I don't know. Not here. No. No, just in an additional place. Just have another house somewhere. And who named that the BS-1600? Uh, one of our group members named John came up with a title that he thought we should call it the BS-1600, right. since we both are... BS initials, so we're now calling it the BS-1600. There you go. Thank you, John. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, some tiny house news. There's not much. Honestly, there's very little tiny house news these days. And we're going to look at some possible ways to finance your tiny house uh, and live your dreams. So let's get started. All right. So the surprise for Beth. I'm waiting. Okay. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I talk about time hop frequently on this show because there's some really great stuff that pops up and dates that I don't remember that things happened on and all that. Well, today, on this very day, is the ninth anniversary of us purchasing our property. Whoa. It seems like we've been <laughs> at this for a long time. And it, it did. It took us a while. It took us a long time. Yeah. So we, we probably uh, sat on it for two years. Probably. And just well, we came up and- we were figure everything out. We dug a well and we cut the grass and we cut the grass and we're still cutting the grass. Right. Um, when you have three acres of grass to cut, it's a lot of grass to cut. Yeah. And it's mostly grass. It's, uh, it's mostly- um, hay and chickweed and as yeah. long as it's green i'm happy about that i don't live with a yard anymore that has to be um you know perfect. true lawn no. or whoever come out and, and make it make it perfect if it's green i don't care and we had uh, we've got clover all over the place we still have clover all over the place and it's we had so many honeybees this year that i wish that we had had hives well, you get hives, but that's another thing. I do get thing. hives. Um, that's from canola we, oil. We purposely had left the cl clover growing as much as we could to uh, encourage the honeybees because, you know, that's one of their main things right. is clover. And if everybody cuts their grass too short, then they won't have it to, to have. But and anyway. We are destroying our honeybees. Yes. Or something very is. very concerning. Um, but anyway. My guess is it's us. Well, yeah. I mean, not me and you because, you yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so we try to be as chemical free as possible. We try to not use all those things, but sometimes our grass and our yard gets out of control. Right, and right now, it's out of control because to, I don't know if you can hear. It is raining right now, and again, we again it's raining we are, again. We are in under a tin roof in our podcast studio that we call our shoppers. You may hear the rain in the background, and it has been raining all summer long, yeah. just like this. So I. I if the grass is dry enough to cut, 
I mean, it's really hard to keep up. Yeah, it is. So and even with our uh, new, um, uh, I was going to say Husqvarna. Can I say that? Even with Barry's you, new Husqvarna lawnmower that he loves. You have to say it correctly, though, I think. Well, what's what was it? Husqvarna. Oh, right. So I mean, he it loves is his, Swedish. He loves his new mower. <laughs> Because our first mower we bought was just terrible, but we won't even go uh, yes. into details about that. Uh, Don't say anything. Uh, I'm not going to go into detail about that, but I am telling you that I am going to do a review of our new Husqvarna because I it's, looked on the internet and there's not a review out there anywhere for our model. Well, there you go. So I'm going to be the first. There you go. So anyway, the but Barry's been mowing a lot of grass, but we haven't gotten to the finer details. So now that it's supposedly supposed to be cooling off. What was that? <laughs> what was that? The uh, Samsung 5G <laughs> phone. This, this is the Samsung. We're, we're iPhone users, but um, before iPhone came out with their 5G, uh, our cellular company offered this uh, to us at a dirt cheap price because of where we live. We decided we need to jump on 5G because our internet is crappy. We've never said that before. And uh, so it was just telling me that it's, uh, it's raining. So oh, um, great. I'm just going to go ahead and, um, and shut this, this down. This is the gentleman who fusses at me I, when I forget to put mine on I do. In airplane well, mode. <laughs> I honestly, this is so small, though. I forgot it was in my pocket. So, Oops. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I'm just going to shut this puppy down right here and right now, and uh, which is kind of a, it's also a pain in the butt to shut off. I'm not even going to go into yeah. Samsung versus Apple and, and why I love Apple better. But anyway, uh, so today is the ninth anniversary of us purchasing this project uh, or property. And um, so I just, Beth had this dream I a did. long time ago. A long time and ago. I, you know, I wanted, when I, my idea of buying property was buying 40 acres or more and, and having my own farm, which of course um, I never would have made a good farmer. Um, and Beth wouldn't have either because she only can work outside if it's, yeah. you know, this five degrees temperature of comfort, range. In case you haven't heard me say that, so, I have about five degrees of comfort. Yeah, so three acres right now is just about the right amount of property for us, I think. Yeah. I would like Some days to, it's too much. Next summer, uh, by next summer, I'd like to either have some cows or some sheep. sheep. So they can keep, help. Keep the, the grass sheared. Right. Because the goats don't do anything. No, they don't help. They're kind of worthless in that regard. They are. But they're funny. They are funny. <laughs> They're great. So uh, Beth's going to give us the update on the BS-1600. Oh, yeah. Thanks. I didn't even know we were going to do this today. Um, so the manufacturer... Well, I did say I like to surprise you. That's true. The manufacturer that I'm working with. So let's back up. Barry and I, if you haven't listened to this before, we lived in a, we live in a tough shed that we bought from Home Depot. It's gone viral. We didn't know that it was going to do that. But and tough and uh, Home Depot ended up using our house right for their marketing and things like that. Well, um, well, I don't know if Home Depot did, but Tough Shed certainly did. Tough Shed did, yeah. and I, I have heard that it was in people's Home Depots. I don't know, but anyway, so that's um, true. There were pictures of, uh huh, in Home Depot. Anyway, long story short, we um, decided. Well, Tough Shed, um, I think we sold a lot of them or helped them sell a lot of them, and. But we brought ours up to building code, and not everybody has done that or had the ability or had the need. I mean, if you don't live in a place that requires building code, you might not need to do it. Right. And so people, um, I think there were some lawsuits or something. I don't really know the whole 
deal. Nobody really knows. But Tough Shed has discontinued that model. We did a video on that a few months ago. Um, but people really want that size and they want the ability to have not a tiny house, tiny house. We call ourselves a radio tiny house, but our house is 768 square feet. And we've had a lot of people who want that size. Well, but radio 768 square feet is, is not, not quite as catchy attractive. as radio kind tiny of hard house. To say. As radio tiny house. Exactly. So anyway, so long story short, um, I just, I just in passing, well, not really. I called the manufacturer up the street from right. us and I said, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. Could it work? And um, they, the guy says, you need to talk to my dad. No, no, no. He said, you need to talk to the, the guy's name. Right. I'm not going to say it right now. But um, come to find out it was his dad, and his dad happened to be the president of the company. So we started putting our brains together, and they had been already interested in something like this. And the fact that we have the contacts that we have or whatever, it just was kind of a match made in heaven. Sometimes right. things are just supposed to be. Right. Um, so they have... <clears throat> um, retooled some things in their factory. They are changing things up in the front of their place so they can put a display model up. Um, we had a meeting last week to try to finalize some details. We're having trouble finding windows because of COVID, so we had to redo some window uh, Windows 11 is getting ready to come out. <laughs> yeah, wrong window. Oh, wrong window. Okay. Anyway, so we're excited about it. Um, I... Keep saying, I hope September, but it's getting, you know, late in September. I'm hoping. But COVID uh, did slow us down. So we're working on trying to get something done soon so I can show you guys what we're doing. Um, I'm keeping it under wraps, showing little bits at a time because I want you guys to kind of keep following yeah, us. Yeah, that's sneaky. But uh, if the, I can say that the first one is going to be uh, two-story. We're right. going to be doing some other models if this goes as well as I think it will. It's going to be two-story. Right now, the version we're doing is a board and batten outside siding. Um, and, um, so kind of farmhouse Kind of kinda have the farmhouse look, but trying to go a little bit more modern. This right. farmhouse, but farmhouse look. Um, and But you can have other options for the outside. It doesn't have to be just be a white farmhouse if you're done with that. Some people are done with that. Or right. They want... Red, uh, whatever. Anyway, <clears throat> so that's coming out soon. Um, and I'm excited about that. Well, as that develops, we'll talk about it. We're going to video it. We'll probably add that to some of our podcast footage, right. do some YouTube shorts. Who knows what we might do? That's right. I, we will. Yeah, we're going to do a lot of videotaping. So once it once it's out and public, you guys are going to see a lot of it. Um we try not to be obnoxious about it. We're not going to be obnoxious about it, but you'll be able to see it from the birthing a baby from the ground up. Basically, we're going to show how to set it up and and what the finished product looks like and all that kind of fun stuff. Right, and we will be videoing it also for people who choose to do, um, you know, do it it themselves. themselves. Um, We're going to make sure that they have complete instructions and know how to do what they want to do it. Um, I'm going to ask Beth to go let the uh, cat out. Now I'm going to go on uh, to the next thing. How about that? Because we have an errant cat in the studio today. Uh, she is, well, she's not quite errant. She's one of the uh, farm cats. She's uh, Our daughter has a dog that she says is not her dog. Hashtag not my dog. Um, and uh, we now have a not my cat 
who decided to follow Beth in here today because it's raining outside. Well, can you blame her? No, but she was just scratching at the door, and I figured the next step would be her jumping up on the table. Yeah, so, or, you know, finding a little place to go. So yes, or biting one that. of us because she sometimes does that, yeah. too. She is definitely a farm cat. Yeah, she's definitely a farm cat. She got into something sometime or something bitter. I don't know what exactly, but now she walks with a list. And, and she's not um, our cat. No, she's, she's the not neighbor's our cat, cat, but we take but care of her. We do take care of her. We feed her and, and love on her. And, and But that's why she followed Beth in here, because she knows that... We'll that, take care of her. Yep. So, anyway. Um, are you done talking about the... I am. RS 16, or the BS 1600? Yes. Get the initials our, right. BS, yes. How could I forget our own I initials? I <laughs> uh, So, uh, just real briefly, uh, we have one item of Tiny House News. Again, there's... I, when we first started this podcast, there was just a ton in, of, of tiny house information out there and news, and that has slowed significantly over about the last three or four months. And I'm, I still dig deep and, and look for something that, uh, that might be of interest to, to our listening audience, but I don't have staff. You no, know, to go no find staff. This stuff. We have so, to do it all ourselves. So I've always wanted to say this, but I can't say it. Staff! We can't. Staff! There's no staff. No staff. So, uh, Tiny Fest Texas is going on this weekend, uh, the 25th and 26th of September, in the booming metropolis of Austin, Texas, which is some place that I've always wanted to go to, Mm -hmm. uh, primarily for the barbecue. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to be at the Jordan, maybe, or Jordan, J-O-U-R-D-A-N, Bachman Pioneer Farms. And that's located um, on Farms Drive in Austin, Texas. So if you want to go, uh, if you're I'm sure if, if you Google there, Tiny Fest Texas, yep, you can find it. Yep. It, you should be able to find it that way. So, yeah, most of those are going to be at Tiny Houses on Wheels. Yeah, they're they're going to be obvious reasons. The the pictures that I've seen of the previous tiny fests um, are all tiny houses on wheels, or schoolies, or something like that, which is still fun. Hey, fun. Well, it's hard to drag around a BS sixteen (laughs) hundred. Right, it's not our specialty, but it is fun. (laughs) Yeah, it's harder to do shed homes uh, and take them up and set and take them around the country and set them up. Uh, you could do small things, uh, I guess, and say, oh, yeah, this is a one-tenth version right. of it. But um, I can't imagine imagine pulling right. something even that big. There's no aerodynamic to our house whatsoever. No, Although it no. does well in the wind. No, and now we lived in a, while we were building our house, we lived in a camper. And it supposedly yes. was aerodynamic, but we didn't really like pulling it. So that's well, why we don't have you it. No, it was, it was kind of a, a pain to, uh, to pull. Um, to be honest, and we, we are, it was just under what our, um, truck could pull. So had we had the next, the larger engine truck, uh, it might've been better, but it might not have been. Yeah. Can't really, I mean, t- it you was, can't really figure that out like was, from the dealership. Right. It was an all, and you can't take it for a test drive. No. Uh, it was an ultralight. And, um, if somebody sneezed, it was going down the road. So. Yeah, I knew I was never going to drive it, and he didn't, if he didn't want to drive it, it wouldn't get driven. And the first time we ever took it out was <laughs> uh, some horrible storm moved into North Georgia, yeah. and we were going to Florida with our granddaughter, and uh, we took her to uh, Disney World and SeaWorld and all that kind of fun stuff, which was perfect timing on our part, to be honest with you. But um, uh, for all the way down through Atlanta, we were just being buffeted by winds, and but all the big trucks were too. I mean, you could see campers doing this on the highway, and uh, yeah. I mean, it was it was scary driving. It was crazy, to be honest with you. So, 
Moving on. Moving on. The big topic for today, and one, and one of the main impediments to doing um, tiny houses or shed homes, is how are you going to pay for it? Right. I mean, it's a big chunk of change. No matter how you do this, it's a big chunk of change. Now, we, we were lucky enough to... Uh, we had sold uh, our uh, some property and we had some investments that we decided to put into uh, Tiny House 1 and then into Tiny House 2. Um, so we didn't have to finance right. anything that way. But lots of people can't do that. Right. So, um, and these days, I don't know if, if, you know, very many people can do that. Right. And we did it uh, earlier in our uh, YouTube uh, podcast career. We did a, um, you know, is uh, rent to own a bad thing? Right. I don't remember. I'll, in fact, I'll put it up. Uh, I'll put that. I'll put my hanger up here so I remember where I've done it. I'll put that in the card up here. Uh, it must be magic. I don't see it. it. Well, it's still don't worry. Right there. It'll be there All on right. YouTube. Okay. Um, but anyway, so, um, and I think it's an important topic. And a lot of people don't think much about is how the rent to own system system works. Right. Right. And a lot of people get into these shed homes, particularly shed homes, because they can do rent to own. Tiny houses on wheels are they're kind of more like an RV. And we're going to talk about some of that today. Right. But also when you have your property um, and you're building or you're building it yourself, a lot of banks think you're kind of risky. Right. You've got your land and that. If you're going to get a bank loan, probably has to be paid off so they can use the land for collateral. Right. But if you're building your house yourself and basically the, at the BS uh, 1600, somebody's got to build it. It's right. not showing up done. Right. Right. So um, if you are doing that and acting as the general contractor or doing a lot of the work yourself, that yourself, the bank doesn't think you're a very good risk. Right. Right. So there are ways around that, um, but we'll talk about financing and maybe a few of those ways around that that we've discovered as we've gone through this adventure. Right. And let's let's back up a little bit. And I want to hit on something you, you just mentioned about the rent to own shed business. Now, we did do uh, a, a YouTube video on this. If you're in that, if you're wanting to do that, I would encourage you to go back and look at that. But um just wanted to say that there are lots of rent-to-own shed places out there right now. There seems to be, there, I think there are more in our area than there are Starbucks. Well, I know there are more in our town than there are oh, Starbucks because sure. we've only got one Starbucks. So two. it would be Star, we have two Starbucks in, Delon, well, in our town? Well, okay. I was counting the one we go by all the time. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. It's, it's, yes. Anyway. So anyway. But, we, but they're not all made the same. They're not all made and the same. And they were never built for you to live in. And if they find out, if the, the company you're renting them from finds out that you're living in it, that's not- While you're still paying for it. While you're still it. paying for it, they can come and take it away from you, and they will come and take it away from you if you miss payments on it. Right. Well, so don't, we're not going to go in those ways. No, watch I'm the just video. telling we you to watch that. the video. And where is it going to be? Um, right here. Right here. I'm right, going to put right, card, and you can do right, the right link here. right okay. there so you can all find right. it. That's magic. But it's Im I, important to know. Beth does all that kind of stuff, and I don't know I how do to do the video editing. editing. So what we're going to do now is we're going to... Uh, Beth found this information on nerdwallet.com. Right. And I was actually going to write one of these, and I'm like, NerdWallet, they've actually done a really good job of this. I would have not done this thorough so i think it's good just let's just use their stuff well we're not going to go line by line but if you if uh, if you want to look this up um well you can't look it up with us because we're not live we've we're a pre-recorded um 
We can't do it's hard to do live with our crappy internet. But it's at nerdwallet.com and it's um, under tiny house financing, get a loan for your tiny home. Okay. Uh, so we're going to flip. We could just say we're putting the link in the bottom. Well, we could put the, the link in the bottom. Now, where's the, how come this is not show? Oh, there I we don't go. know. I'll get you. I didn't click on it. Okay. So this is uh, some uh, some other magic that we do through a program that we have. <laughs> Screen sharing. It's not really magic. Uh, but here, here's the page. So it's it's just tiny house financing. Get a loan for your tiny home, and it, it's a summary of tiny house financing and places that are known for known tiny, for house. tiny houses. Um, and you know, some of them, uh, the loan rate's pretty good, and the um, uh, the amount you can borrow is pretty good. And yeah. Some of it's the high I interest mean, rate. Yeah, but here's the thing: if you Let's say you've been paying $1,000 a month for a house and you go shrink yourself and you pay a higher interest rate, but your payment is still lower, right? right? You may have, and then you pay it off quicker. You probably, in the end, are going to save money anyway. Like if you look at Marcus by Goldman Sachs, it's up on your screen. They go up to 19%. Well, I'm not even going there yet, but 19% up to 40,000, right? But if you've been paying a lot and you pay that off, that 19% doesn't matter so much. Right. I do think the upgrade, which goes from 594 to 35.47%, that's kind of highway robbery. I don't know that I'd go down that pathway if I didn't have well, to. Right. Well, the 594 is uh, is a little higher than for a traditional house loan. But this is, again, this is not a traditional house. Well, I'm not talking about that one. No, I'm talking about the 35.47. I know. But this is, this, these are... That's not terrible, but these are both a little high. Right. Um, the light stream starts at two point four nine percent, but um, and they go up to a hundred thousand. But right. you can so see we're, here, we're kind of jumping around on this page, but obviously light stream. And I've heard of light stream the mm-hmm. most. I've heard people say try light stream. In fact, I have a guy who's just um, who's in our Facebook group actually, who wants to be the first BS uh, sixteen hundred owner. Right. And he knows all about financing. And I asked him, and he the instant the first thing he said was light stream. So they are. Well, don't go away from it. Uh, I was just looking for something. They are uh, kind of um, comfortable with the whole notion of tiny houses on wheels and probably would do something interesting. This is more of a personal loan that you can get there. Of course, it's telling you what your minimum credit score is. NerdWall has done a pretty good amount of research on this. Yeah, the only thing that that is, uh, I'm a little... This still says Lightstream is a division of SunTrust, but SunTrust is now Truist. So, Uh, I mean, mean, it might not be... Freshly, I, right. I thought it was t- t- 2021, February. So I don't know why that's that way. Maybe they still have that whole thing and something else. I don't know. Well, Can you back up for just a minute? I want to show the top up here. Well, yep, yep. There you go. Right there. If you're in the market for a tiny house, commonly defined as a home that's 400 square feet or smaller, qualifying for a pint size mortgage is unlikely. So I'm just trying to put the parameters around what they're defining in NerdWallet as this tiny home. Right. 400 square feet or smaller. But truly, these other notions that we're talking about, about building something that you're doing some of the work on, which many of our folks, listeners do. Right. Um, one of the things I'm trying to do for BS this BS 1600 is to find people who will build that for you. But first, we got to get the thing done. And builders right now are really hard to find. So it may be a case of you doing some of the work. Um, so that does make it more complicated. But anyway, just uh, to let you kind of see 
kind of what the nerd wallet folks were saying was a tiny house. Right. And and even, I mean, of course, since this has been printed, uh, things change on a daily basis, of course. So, uh, you know, it makes sense if to find the, um, you know, to just go to one of these and, and, and start making phone calls or go to the, their website. Well, I mean, this is the perfect place to start anyway, because most, most of the time people can't even come up with. Now, I would suggest if you have land that's paid for, you may be able to wrap a construction loan and your land as collateral right. and get it done that way. That'd be probably the cheapest thing to do. Um, and then there are, you know, tiny home builders. We will look into financing. I can only solve one problem at a time. Um, but we've talked about looking into financing. So if we can offer that, we will figure right. out how to do that. But this is a place to start. And and not all of our listeners are going to buy a BS 1600, right? right? So we want to make Although sure. Although we certainly would like for you to buy a BS 1600. Well, yeah. Well, if that's the right thing for you, um, but <laughs> but the thing, but there are a lot of people who want to have tiny homes and they have like on wheels and they have no idea where to go. Right. So I felt like this was really important to share um, and uh, help you guys see this information. So we've got Lightstream, we've got SoFi. I don't know anything about that company. Can you go down a little bit? Sure. And and I but before I do that, there are also some some options here. They say. Uh, options for financing a tiny home are personal loans mm-hmm. um, from your bank, your credit union, or online. Financing through lenders partnered with tiny home builders. Now, that's something that um, I, I I haven't found one of those yet, but I'm sure they're out there. Recall who uh, exactly. And then home equity loans if you already have a property. I'm sure, but you could probably, if you had... Uh, if you did own your land outright, you might, again, like Beth said, be able to, to swing that kind of a loan into... Well, or if you own a house that you're going to downsize. So what you could strategically do is if you're in your house, refi that. Get the money out of it and build your tiny house, then sell then your sell house. sell your other house, yeah. And that's another way you could do it. All right. So this, this uh, shows, I mean, there are a lot of these uh, companies out there... Um, Lightstream, SoFi, Marcus. Some of these I've heard of. Upgrade I haven't ever heard of. I've never heard of that one. Freedom Plus Lending Club I've heard of. Um, And then this is they go into who, they look at all the companies, and then they go into their picks. So, again, this is NerdWallet. We're not associated with NerdWallet. We didn't write this article. Nope. They didn't consult us on this article. Nope. Uh, But their top pick for tiny house personal loans uh, are Lightstream. And look, the loan amount is five thousand to a hundred thousand. And by the way, tiny houses on wheels are coming in on average. I saw this earlier. I don't know if it's accurate. Between sixty to ninety-five thousand. Yeah, that's a lot of money for a camper. Right. I'm, I don't mean to dissuade that. Please don't take it personally. But you know, you are. It is a. Well, I mean, according- any RV type thing is can be expensive. Right. I mean, and, have and according the to most it. places in the country. Uh, most governments, a, they, they, call they it a camper. fit it in the camper then my, category. Uh, my reason that I'm not loving that idea is because people I see now, tiny houses, parking, right? So you've got, you've got your light stream at, let's call it $70,000, right? You've financed your camper at $70,000. And, oh, by the way, now your lot rent is 600 a month. Right. So you haven't really gained a lot. No, unless it, you own unless, your own property and you can put right, it on it. Right. Now, unless, of course, where you're living is 
$3,000 a month, like LA or San Francisco or something. But, um, you know, I, I just, you just kind of have to be careful if you're going to be parking your camper, camper, tiny house on wheels, kind of have to be careful at those rates. They, uh, they can really escalate, but that's right. my and, lecture and, for the day. And I'm not a lender, um, but I would venture that, um, you know, a lender is also going to look at, well, is this going to be moved? How often is this going to be moved? Because that, um, does add wear and tear, insurance, and, tear and, and chances of uh, of damage. So, well, that's why these loans also are usually shorter term. Right, you know, they're not that long term. So, but anyway, Lightstream is is their number Top one pick. One. SoFi, yeah, is another one. Marcus by Goldman Sachs. What are they just renaming them all again? I didn't yeah, realize they're just, that they're, they're not just, even saying which which their top picks. Well, the same ones. It does say our. Our picks for tiny house personal loans. Huh. Maybe these aren't in order. I don't know. I don't they're, know. they're not numbered or lettered for that matter. I don't know. So, yeah, this this looks just like a repeat of, of what we had above. Yeah, I'll probably edit this out. <laughs> well, so these are all five stars. Now we're going down into four or three and a half stars. Gotcha. So Freedom Plus, Lending Club. Yeah, I mean, I don't no, think we minute. need to See, read. that's a four and that's a three yeah. and a half. Yeah, I we're not going to... Read that. We need to read that. But anyway, there's, you know, you can get personal loans. You can get, um, use something for collateral. But the other thing that I would encourage you to do is if you have a bank relationship, go talk to your bank. Right. Explain to them what you're doing, particularly if you've been with, been with the bank for a long time. If, right. if they're local, you if know. If they're a credit union, they might be more they might be willing, willing to, to do, do it. it. Um, they seem to be more customer focused. Right. Um and uh, you know, of course, that that's that's one of the downsides to online banking, um, which is which is the way to do. You don't build that relationship. You're just a, a an account that you just get online. And honestly, that's so nice and it's so easy. But it I, is I nice mean, in times like this, you kind of should have a relationship with your local bank. But anyway, so yeah. Personal loans, credit unions, this is kind of what we've already said. But just, you know, if you um, want to spend some time digging into this, go to the Nerd Wallet. Then there's other places that you can Google this information. Right, just but I just thought this was a really good overview right. of how you could um, find financing. And I see it every day. How can I get financing for a tiny house? So I just wanted to bring that up to you guys and let you know that there's this is one place. You know, you can look for more, but this is one place that you can potentially get your um, your loan, loan. Or, or learn about loans, at least right. for tiny or, houses. I mean, you know, save, save, save. Um, yeah. Or if you've got, uh, you know, I, and I hate to say this um, because we're uh, we made a point not to really use credit cards. But if you have a credit card with a high limit or you've got several credit cards with high limits, you might be able to uh, get money off. I'm, we're not, I'm looking at the camera, but we're not on camera right now. You might be able to use those credit cards to as a down payment or something uh, right. to, to pay be those able off to get quickly. this. Pay those off Whatever you got to do so, to get out of your 30-year mortgage. Yeah. Get out of your 30-year mortgage and get into your tiny house dream or shed house dream. Right. Um, so there are, you know, the home equity loans it mentions, tiny house financial risks, um, which are, you know. Same, same things that are but These are all everything. insurance risks, in my opinion. Right. And that's another thing at some point. Some, sometimes people have a difficulty getting insurance on uh, tiny houses on wheels. Right. And, and if you live in a shed home... 
I'm not sure how they do it in places where there are no building codes, but in order for us to get insurance on our house, we had to have a certificate of, of, of occupancy, occupancy, which meant that we had complied with whatever building code was for in place in my county. So my building permitting guys basically checked off the box that said my house was habitable and insurable. Right. Right. So if you live in a shed and you live don't have building codes where you are, I don't know how that process works. There's got to be some way you can check off the box that this is a place yeah. that's habitable, uh, but I don't know what that is. I don't I don't know how that would work either. Um, but um but there's got to be ways for you to get insurance. Yeah, there's got to be a way to get insurance. Now, I have heard some people say that they had uh, trouble getting insurance. Uh, we didn't really have any trouble getting insurance for our shed home because we had. Yeah, I mean the insurance company just looked at it as a house, right? And our office, which is the size of a lot of people's shed homes, is right. twelve by thirty-two, but four feet of that is porch, by the way. Right. But um, that uh, would fall underneath our. Um, homeowners right. policy. Yes. By the way, you don't but know this. But we're not living in this. No. You don't know this, but I videotaped in here today for insurance purposes. By the way, and let me just say that if you are worried about or once a year, you should do that. Yep. Um, as when I was in my professional organizing full time, um, I would always recommend that um, as we were moving people or we were organizing something, just let me do a quick video walkthrough of the house. I did that as a free service. Um, opening drawers, looking at electronics, whatever. Just so easy to do. Um, and I would talk while I did it. Oh, I'm in the living room and there's a television here. Here's a VCR. Or not a VCR. There's a, a whatever. What do I call it? Some like, <laughs> A um, DVD uh, player? A no, Blu-ray player? No. Wait a minute. I'll back up. So I'm in the tele- I'm in the living room and I'm going. Here's a television. There's an Apple computer. How's that? Okay, an good. iPad, a <laughs> Samsung, a Kindle. You know, and just list all those things out. And and then I would I said in mine today, and I bought them all on Amazon, so I would be able to find the price, the price, the price right. from them or whatever. So um, just a little tip. If you, particularly if you're moving and you're downsizing or in a place where you might feel vulnerable, and I mean we're vulnerable everywhere, everywhere, right? Just go ahead and make a videotape of your stuff. Right. So you can turn that in for insurance Well, purposes. you never know where uh, a limb is going to fall or a tree is going to yeah. come down or a tornado is going to go through. Now, we're, we're fortunate because, um, I mean, we did have a tornado here last year. Well, we've got a lot property, of big trees three, behind three us. Miles we over could that land way. on our property. So I just decided today, when it was raining, I just decided to go ahead and hit... Uh, Record, record on my phone and walk through. As Think Media says, you got to hit record. I, I did. She did. I totally did. <laughs> okay. So what is else that we it? I, 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 as far as I know, that's it for today. Unless you want to give people, a, a, you know, everybody a, another uh, uh, commercial for the BS 1600. No. 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 Nope. Done that. <laughs> Well, thanks for uh, for watching, and I hope you enjoyed this. You can find us at um, RadioTinyHouse at gmail.com if you want to email us. Uh, you can find the, the, us on YouTube. If you're watching it, you already know where we are. But for those of us who might be listening to the podcast, uh, our YouTube channel is also Radio Tiny House. Uh, our Facebook page is Tiny Houses Shed Homes. We've got about 15,000 members now, so thank you. Uh, if you've joined recently, we're, we're happy to have you, and we hope that you uh, 
not only get a lot out of uh, of of our group, but we hope you interact with the group. Uh, we want to hear what you're you have to say and what you're looking for, the things you want to build, where you want to live, that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. Join in. Yeah, join in. So thanks for watching. We're going to be doing an awful lot of sound reduction in this, uh, or noise reduction in this particular. I think we should just leave the rain on the tin roof. I like it. I like the rain on the tin roof. It's not, um, at least it's not uh, hail. It's not hail. Which we've had. It's a little noisy. Which we've had in here before. Yes. That's probably really loud. Oh, I was oh. playing drums in my drum studio, and uh, I couldn't hear the drums because the hail was hitting the roof. That's right. how bad and it was. We do are under oak trees, so those acorns when they start falling are oh, really loud man. too. But we yeah. still like um, living. We still like the tin roof. That's why I'm not ever going to hunt the squirrels because they they eat the acorns uh, whether they fall or they often just you know get them off the tree somehow. I don't know how they do it. I guess they have tiny little machines. Um, but it sounds like a cannonball has hit yeah, the roof. It's pretty loud. It scared the well, crap out of me. We also don't the first have time. a lot of we don't have a lot of insulation in the roof because this is the three season building for us. We right. don't. That's you know, right. We don't really. We it's didn't a, want to spend a lot of money. It's a three season building for us that we've turned into a four season building. So in the winter we're, we we we'll we'll freeze our death. butts off. <laughs> So Turn up if, if you see us in here doing a podcast or, <laughs> and we, in we're in parkas. our coats and parkas, then you know we ought to do that one time. Then you know that our little tiny uh, electric fireplace heater that we it's have in here enough. is not quite enough. All right. So we'll see you next week. Have a great week. Bye. Hey, it's me again. Thanks for listening to Radio Tiny House. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can do so at radiotinyhouse at gmail.com or on our Facebook page at Tiny Houses Shed Homes. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.